0: It's the news update on Make It Rain. It's Chris Bavone with your fantasy sports news update. Game one of the NBA Finals will open up in Toronto. The Raptors take on the Golden State Warriors. We already know that Kevin Durant still nursing a calf injury, will not play. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins is also questionable for game one. According to the Sportsbook Review, we got some early and. M- Finals MVP odds out. Steph Curry leads the pack with at -150. Kawhi Leonard, he's at +200. Kevin Durant, +550. Draymond Green, +700. Klay Thompson, +1000. Pascal Siakam, +2000 and Kyle Lowry, +2500. Those are your those are your early NBA Finals MVP odds. Guys, Going over today, MLB. Uh, let's take a look at some of the games coming up today. Yankees, they are home to to, to face the San Diego Padres in their uh, in their final game of this this series. That game is at six thirty five p.m. Eastern. Uh, the Reds are home to take on the Pittsburgh Pirates. Phillies, they are home against the St. Louis Cardinals. That uh, that game starts at 7, 7.05 Eastern tonight. The Baltimore Orioles, they are home to take on the T- Detroit Tigers. Miami Marlins, they host the San Francisco Giants. The the uh, Minnesota Twins they host the Milwaukee Brewers. White Sox take on the Royals at home. Astros are home against the Chicago Cubs. the The Colorado Rockies they take on they take on the Arizona Diamondbacks uh, from Coors Field. The Oakland Athletics are home against the Los Angeles Angels. Mariners take on the Texas Rangers uh, from what is. Uh, I, it's not Safeco Field anymore, but it is in Seattle. I always forget it. I always know it, it as Safeco It's called now Field.
1: T-Mobile Park now up there in Seattle. But, yes, I know it as Safeco as well. It is now technically called T-Mobile Park. And, uh, Bavona, don't forget the Royals and the White Sox uh, resume. Yes. That game that was suspended for rain yesterday. It is 1-1. I believe it's in the fifth inning. White Sox and Royals tied at 1. That game will resume at 540 Eastern time this afternoon. That is correct. And then uh, they have – they played the second game.
0: Uh, they they played a full game at 8:10 p.m. Eastern. Right after that one, guys, uh, Red Sox are home against the Cleveland Indians. Uh, the, the Tampa Bay is home against the Toronto Blue Jays and the Nationals. They take on the Ad- Nationals take on the uh, Braves from Atlanta. And that's uh I. Let's go over to uh, some more uh, news. Guys, over the weekend, Bill, uh, from, uh, more from uh, baseball here. Bill Buckner, longtime major leaguer, who's uh, error in the 1986 World Series, four years lived in Red, Red Sox infamy. He passed away on Monday at the age of 69. Uh, a. Uh a family. His family said in a statement after battling the disease of dementia, Bill Buckner passed away uh, early the morning of May 27, surrounded by his family. Bill fought with courage and grit as he did in all things in life. Our hearts are broken, but we are at peace knowing he is in the arms of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Buckner played 22 seasons in the majors, was an all-star once, and won a batting title in 1980. 1980, but it was a ball that went through his legs at Shea Stadium on October 25th in 1986 that made for one of baseball's most shocking moments. In other very unfortunate Boston Red Sox news, Red Sox second baseman Dustin Pedroia said he's not sure whether he will play baseball again because of his chronically injured left knee. Uh, 35-year-old Pedroia discussed his injury at Fenway Park on Monday shortly after the Red Sox transferred him to the 60-day injured list, flanked by manager Alex and president of uh, Baseball operations. Dave Dombrowski, Pedroia said he will shut down his recovery, recovery indefinitely in order to ponder his future. Uh, in NBA News Murray State's John Morant, uh, the most sought-after guard of the 2019 NBA draft class, he wanted to sign a shoe deal with Nike, and he got his wish. After turning pro in early April, Morant insisted on not even meeting or engaging with any other brands during the negotiation process before signing a multi-year, multi-million dollar footwear and apparel endorsement deal with Nike. The contract was agreed to in advance of the May 14th draft lottery, according to industry sources. I guess he didn't talk to Zion Williamson and uh, was trying... Didn't question him about uh, what happened that uh, his sneaker blew out.
1: Yeah, I guess that's the truth. But I got to tell you something. You talk about John Moran's shoe deal. uh, Whenever Zion gets a shoe deal, that's going to be something we really need to see. Uh, Because of the incident that happened, I think uh, whatever kicks Zion is wearing is going to be big news. Well, you know what?
0: Here's some big news from the NFL. You know what? This is actually something very, very sweet. Houston Texans linebacker J.J. Watt is taking himself. Yeah, off he got the married run. or whatever, yep. engaged or whatever. Yep, he like. announced his engagement to professional soccer player Kalia Ohi on Sunday night. Uh, the, 30, the, the 30-year-old Watt posted photos of the proposal to his social media accounts. The couple first confirmed that they were dating back in October of 2016. Oh, hi. Uh, the 27-year-old is the captain of the Houston Dash in the National Women's Soccer League and has made three appearances for the United States women's national team. Uh, she will be in France for uh, the Women's World Cup, I believe. And uh, her sister, Megan, uh, actually is married to Watt's former Texans teammate, Brian Cushing,
1: guys. That is oh the really? News. Yeah. I mm, okay. wow. love Brian Cushing. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. no kidding. Yeah. I, Pavona I, has history with Brian Cushing. He doesn't. He doesn't like. Oh people. no! You're not in the the other Cushing school school fan. Like
0: well. I, you know, he's oh a, no. He, a he went to my. He right. went to my alma mater. He's oh a, boy. He, he's a Bergen Catholic boy. Oh boy. I'm gonna just keep it there. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but like that's all right. We're gonna get that story coming up. Yep.
0: You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let it rain! You
2: remember the class where I taught you all how to make it rain?
3: Make it rain.
2: Dollar, dollar, bills, y'all. All
3: right,
2: guys, welcome in here. Final hour Make It Rain, the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Uh, we'll dive into some of our uh, favorite plays here of the day. Take a look at the MLB games as well as Getting ourselves ready, Game Two, Stanley Cup Finals, and the NBA Finals also kick off on Thursday night. But uh, I'm I find myself intrigued here, uh, learning that there's a little bit of history between Bavona and uh, Brian Cushing, uh, and NFL, of course, a linebacker there, Houston Texans. Uh, you guys went to the same school, Bavona? Is that with the same high school?
0: Yes. Is that uh, what it, yes? I Jersey was. Guy? I was Yes, I was a senior when uh, he was a freshman
1: at uh, my high school, Bergen Catholic.
2: Okay, so what was he like? Uh, obviously, I guess he, you know. You obviously know what he was football, like.
1: right? He was the guy who was probably the king of the campus, roided out of his face, and this is jersey we're talking about. But as a you know freshman, what, okay, Star football as freshman? jersey,
0: kids. As fr- you know what I, I will say? As a freshman, he was a tall, lanky, uh, lanky safety uh, for the freshman football team. Uh oh. so he didn't even play. He didn't even play varsity when he came in. Then no, so he no, was actually, no. Right, Bergen see. Catholic has a, a rule; they don't allow freshmen to play for the varsity team. All right, football. did they have a JV team? Yeah, uh yes, and he could not play for the JV team either. Really? Okay. All yep. right, so he, uh, all it, right. it was just the rule. All
2: right, so he as his, his uh, high school career NFL moves NFL forward, yet, you know, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. As his high school career moves forward, what was he like freshman to sophomore, sophomore to junior, juniors? Did you did you
0: keep track? Did everyone know he was going to be a stud football player? Well, you know what? Everyone knew he was going to be a stud football player. There's absolutely no doubt about that. You know, we got some of us were lucky enough to watch a couple of his games. And you could tell that he had he had he had it to play the game. But he also this is now this is not from like me because I was in college. I do know a lot of kids that were still at Bergen Catholic. Okay. Let's just say he was your typical football player.
2: Total tool bag, huh?
0: Yeah, I've also heard. Uh, okay. I've also heard some things that he does not like. He said some really not nice things to a couple guys uh, on the Indianapolis Colts. Really, there's a guy he really, really despised uh, on the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I'm not sure if he's. I don't know if he's playing anymore. I'm just going to say wide receiver, and uh, he also told him, uh, you know, he's going to make it. Uh, he's going to make the uh, earth shake around him like Haiti.
3: Ooh, all
0: <laughs> right. Damn. I'm just going to
1: leave it back. All, right. yeah. wow. all right. All right. But he's got a nice wife, apparently, on. on the U.S. Wow. National Team. Zach Ertz's sister, wife, is also on that team also, Julie Ertz. A lot of dirty, little dirty football shenanigans. Love it. There you go. Searching for
3: an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West Thirty. 5th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. And I was like, I'm just gonna try it. My pants are like falling off. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply.
0: The Morning After. Yeah, nothing no, like a not rich, white, wrong. blonde girl getting involved
2: in the rap wars, huh? Right, but you know what? He posted, and now he's got, I think we counted it, 38 million people following him. Now 38 million people who may not know who Toronto or the Raptors, now all of a sudden they're interested. So I think everybody wins when a guy like Drake gets involved. White girls buy albums, too.
0: Uh, <laughs> Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers
2: all right here we go final hour here Megan rain fantasy sports radio network Joe Ranieri Dane Martinez guys welcome in uh, cool moment also over the weekend as I don't know what they're doing in Toronto they got it working out pretty well of course the Raptors on their way to the NBA Finals and even though the uh, Toronto Blue Jays, uh, yeah, not uh, not all that good right now. The future for Toronto uh, looks pretty good, man. I know Craig Biggio's kid uh, was called yeah. up here recently, and uh, he went yard. Uh, Kevin Biggio went uh, went yard too. Big upper deck of shot. Uh, I think had a couple of hits, three for four over the weekend. Uh, and then, of course, you know what do you you got? Uh, Guriel, you got Vlad Jr. The future the looks really good for <laughs> the Toronto uh, the Toronto Blue Jays, man. They got some absolute mashers going on and coming up in that organization. So, uh, I think they, they are have just kid, too. Yeah, they might have Dante uh, I think Bichette's they do. kid as well. I think they do. And you uh, it just goes to show you that uh you know, you can rebuild, but you better have a farm system because uh the guys that are coming up right now uh, in that organization, uh, over the next five to 10 years, uh, you're looking at, uh, three, uh, potential all-stars there, guys that can absolutely mash in today's game. So it was kind of cool yeah. seeing Biggio in the, uh, in the stands, a guy that, uh, I grew up with actually, uh, talk about high yeah. school, grew up, uh, just about five miles down the road from, uh, from, from me there, went to, uh, across town high school there, but he was, uh. Uh-huh. He was actually a better football player than he was baseball player. If you can believe That's that. He was a beast of a uh, of a running back and he had offers to go to Penn. Like he could have went anywhere he wanted to play uh, uh to play football, but he loved baseball and I think he made the uh you know 3000 hits Hall of Fame Clearly. later. I think he made the right decision, you know. That was pretty good on uh, I'd on say his so. part, but I listen gives hope to teams like yeah. the Marlins if you say you're really building and you're trying to build from the farm system up there is opportunities that you can turn the luck of a franchise around but you better draft right which is what makes well, next week so important.
1: Yeah. And here's the other thing Joe the other thing you can do is look yourself in the mirror and realize where you are you know and that's that's the that's the poll question right like which team is gonna be a seller at the trade deadline. Another way you could do this, Joe, you talk about drafting correctly. Another thing you can do is take the pro-level assets you have when you realize you're Mm. not a contender and and trade them for the farm, you know what I mean? And that is our question. We have three options here, which would be the biggest seller at the trade deadline. We have up the Giants, the Nationals, and the Mariners, but other is also an option, let us know. So for example, right now, Joe, 47% 47% of the poll say the Washington Nationals. And listen, they've got kids, you know, the Juan Sotos, the Trey Turners of the world who have come mm-hmm. up, right? Imagine the haul they would get for flipping Max Scherzer to a contender if they knew that they're not out of it, right? Look at the Yankees, for example. Remember I mentioned Scherzer to the Yankees. Look at all these kids the Yankees have coming up. The Clint Fraziers, the, you know, the Domingo Hermans, the, uh, you know, the Anduhars of the world, you know, some of these kids, that Gio Urshelas that are coming up. I'll tell you right now, the Yankees will give you all of them for Max Scherzer, and that is the way to restock the farm system. If you're the Giants, you need to find a partner for Madison Bumgarner. If you're the Mariners, okay, and you don't have it, and you don't have you know, really a contending future, I'll guarantee you someone will want D. Gordon at the top of that lineup, right? Or a Mitch Hanager is a young part of their future. But you know what I'm saying? The other way to Mm. do it is to flip someone at the major league level and restock the farm system. I really believe the Nationals can get a haul for Scherzer if they realize that they ain't contending so far this year.
2: Yeah, the only problem is Scherzer is due more than $120 million through 2021. Strasburg's owed uh, $100 million um, after what's left of his $38 million this season. And, of course, Corbin Yankees just, just signed yep, a six-year deal worth $140 million. So, uh, given how teams are reluctant to spend money, as much as they would be great pieces— I'm not necessarily sure that the Yankees are willing to just say, yeah, give me one hundred and twenty million dollars on our books through twenty twenty one. We'd love Scherzer, uh, especially given the fact that they've done what they've done without any of their stars, including Severino being healthy. Um, that's a
1: big, no- the I mean, opener like three times this week. It's not just Severino. It's Severino. It's Paxton. It's CC. Yeah. It's all of them. They literally yep. only have like one legitimate starter and that's Tanaka right now, unless you get a trust J a Happ, This is a first yep. place team, but it ain't, you know, it's not sustainable. What's happening right now. This run over the last month is amazing. But honestly, if you're the Yankees, the best way to do it is to capitalize. These guys trade value will never be higher. Flip them now.
2: Yeah, they're going to play. Listen, they're not going to let him go. Nobody's going to take on that. Not in this day and age of baseball that they go, yeah, yeah, we're not. We're going to opt to go in a different direction, which is one of these a lot of these guys like Scherzer and and Corbin. I mean, they listen, they they gave the house to Corbin to try to get him here. They thought they were going to be a lot better than they are. But they've got other pieces. I mean, I don't know why Howie Kendrick is not an everyday player for them. I have absolutely I no know. idea why. He's the only guy that actually hits consistently on that sure. team. But you've got Rendon. You've got Doolittle out of the bullpen. You're, you're absolutely sure. right. The Nationals, to me, are the team that have great assets that can start over. You lost Harper in the offseason. You tried right. to make some, uh, some moves here, but the reality is, Listen, you can fire your manager if you want, the guy that, you you know, you couldn't wait to get rid of Dusty Baker, and now you replaced him with this guy. Now you want to get rid of this guy. So uh, to me, if there's Matt ever Adams a team a that – a
1: power bat. Someone would yeah. want Matt Adams as a, a lefty, Absolutely. you know, bat off the bench. A Howie yep. Kendrick is a perfect kind of name. Yep. You know, you mentioned Doolittle as well. Yep. I think the big ticket items are also very, very interesting, and the way to restock a farm system like that – but hey, maybe people don't want to take on that money. But I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure the Yankees wouldn't mind. Then again, the well, Yankees could just also uh, get a Dallas Keuchel without having to spend anything.
2: Without exactly, and it seems that more of these teams are uh, are being a lot more frugal these days than they are just willing to open the checkbook. But they got Dozier, they got Adam Eaton. I mean, they got some guys on sure. that team that they could that would fill certain roles for contenders moving forward. And I don't think it's I too think early the Giants to say as that. Well, San Francisco the- Giants as well. Yeah, the deadline is July 31st, and I don't think it's too early to start putting a uh, a line through some of these teams here that were supposedly supposed to be right. – re- I don't know what – we have to double-check what the uh, over-under was for teams like the Washington Nationals for season win totals. Uh, I don't see 80s. how they come it, – it, it, it was 80s, right? I mean, it had to be yeah. just under remember, 90. Going
1: into the season – Going into the season, that NL East, we said Philly, Atlanta, the Mets, and Washington were all mm. really close. Remember, we said I think all four of them their win totals were real close because the theory was that those four teams were going to beat each other up.
2: Yeah, I uh, yeah, I don't say that's going to happen. I mean, let me let me look here. What we've got? Some of these teams here, the Washington Nationals, Uh they were their win total was eighty eight and a half, guys. Eighty-eight and a half, and the over was minus one thirty. It went over with. Yep, uh, like they ain't the coming. Like they the ain't coming close. Uh, who was the other team that you had on there as a uh, as a seller? As a seller, I think the yeah. Giants should be a seller. The Giants uh, seventy-three and a half is what they ain't going to hit that they knew either. They were a uh, they're a bad team.
1: They're ten yep. under five hundred. What is Madison Bumgarner helping for the Giants right now, except to restock their farm team? You got a guy like yep. Kevin Pillar. On that team, right? Who could be used very easily. Um, you know, I, I dare I, I would never say it. I would never say it. It's blasphemy in the Bay, I'm sure. But you don't think Buster Posey could help a team?
2: Yeah. Well, is it too early to start sticking a fork in the Cleveland Indians at their 90 and a half That's another uh, number one. there that you're you know, right? they
1: there in second place? They're a little, a little under 500. But let me tell you something. Remember, don't forget, Joe. The Cleveland Indians were looking to potentially – wasn't Kluber and all their pitchers on the trade block in the offseason? Remember mm-hmm. people were fielding offers for Corey Kluber? Now if this team – again, that's what it's about. If they look themselves in the mirror, if the Cleveland Indians look themselves in the mirror, they got young kids like Bieber and Plutko coming up too. You're telling me someone wouldn't want a Trevor Bauer, uh, a Corey Kluber even though they're not pitching well? You know, you keep Clevenger because he's young. You just signed Carrasco. But yeah, I think Bauer – could get yourself a ton on the market, but that's only if the Indians look themselves in the mirror and don't see themselves as contenders. And honestly, this year, it looks like it's the Yankees, the Astros, and the Twins. And then, you know, if Boston pops up, I think Cleveland would do right by themselves to see what they could get for a guy like Corey Kluber or Trevor Bauer.
2: Yeah, Cardinals, 88 and a half was their number uh, of wins this year. And, you know, they've, they've only lost 15 out of the last 21, so they're not doing very well. So there's a couple of teams that, um, yeah, they got some assets. They could, uh, there could be some shifting before July 31st. We'll have to wait and see. Who knows which one Anybody of these teams Caleb can turn Smith? it all around? I don't know. I, to me, Cleveland's just atrocious.
4: Slash Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits.
0: DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day.
2: All right, Thursday kicks it off, guys. The NBA Finals as the uh, Toronto Raptors getting ready to host the uh, the Golden State Warriors, and uh, what a, I mean, what a gamble last year by the Raptors on a whole lot of different uh, fronts. There, you're talking about you know know, Masai Ujiri here, the team president, general manager. There are guys who talk about going all in, saying they're all in, and then there are (laughs) there are organizations that just that just do it. And Joe, they when fired you have a
1: coach, they yeah, fired you.
2: fire not, not just coach. the head coach. You're talking about you the coach NBA of the coach of the year in Dwayne Casey, <laughs> and you hire a guy nobody ever heard of to run an offense that nobody ever knew or even had any idea. You trade away one of your city's favorite players, yeah. at least at that point in DeMar DeRozan, to go and get a guy. Uh, Like Kawhi Leonard, and let us not forget, as as great as Kawhi Leonard is now, the guy played 20 games the year prior. Injury concerns were everywhere, sidelined him for the whole season. He was going to be a free agent after this year anyway. Nobody knew what the hell you were going to get. So there were a whole lot of rolling of the dice situation there for this
1: team. And ultimately, it all worked out. I mean, can do and make the Super Bowl by firing their coach and signing Lev Bell out of nowhere, who we don't yeah. know about, and all works out.
2: Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. No. That ain't, uh, it's nice, but that ain't uh, that ain't never gonna happen over there. And don't forget, uh, you know, the Raptors. Uh, you know, they may not be familiar with this stage right now, but I can assure you that uh, that Kawhi Leonard is, especially if you bring up the name Zaza Pachulia. Who uh, mm-hmm. might have been responsible for that whole, right. uh, you know, Kawhi Leonard ankle-ending yep. San Antonio's uh, playoff hopes that year? But uh, July first is
1: like the- twenty in Game One against the Warriors that series yeah. too.
2: Yeah, you got. Uh, there's a lot on the line here for this uh, for this team, and you know, kudos to them for saying, "Listen, we're going all in. We're rolling the dice. This could have went hard left." Uh, For them, they could have been bounced out early and we'd all be pointing at this guy going, what in the hell's going on? But instead, we're trying to figure out, do they have a legitimate shot at winning a title here out of Canada going up against the behemoth Golden State Warriors? And uh, I got to tell you, I don't whether they win or lose at this point, I do think on a lot of levels. They have already, uh, they have proven, and they have already won on a lot of fronts because a nobody expects you to win. Nobody expected you to win, even if you got past wall Maw- You know, if you nobody was expecting yeah. you to be able to get to this point to begin with. And there were, I can count, uh, you know, a dozen times this off this uh, this playoff season where people went, eh, Toronto's not going to be it. They don't have enough depth. They can't do this. And let us not forget went out and got Gasol, got Marcus all made some yeah. made some moves there at the deadline. I mean, everything this guy has touched so far has turned to uh turned to gold. But much like the NHL Stanley Cup right now, the St. Blue, uh the St. Louis Blues are an amazing story. They are a great story it's to be dead last January 2nd, to be plus 250 on the future books and to storm all the way back to get to these finals. The problem is the Boston Bruins are the better team. And it's a great story with the Toronto Raptors. Uh, it's fantastic the way you rolled the dice and all of these things worked out. But the bottom line is the Golden State Warriors, even without Kevin Durant, they're the better team. And I think the markets reflect that. And although it would make for a great, I mean, <clears throat> all-time great, right? St. Louis Blues, the, the massive underdog. We all like to root for yeah. the underdog, but the reality is, like the Bruins, the Golden State Warriors—they're just the better team at this point.
1: Yeah, they are, and that—that that, this is why you know I'm asking for your advice here, Joe. You know, I see Warriors, whatever it is, minus you know two eighty, minus three hundred, whatever it is. I believe the Golden State Warriors are going to win the championship. So, how mm. do I get around this? How do I find the right way to bet it so that I can actually make some money on this? Because I don't want to have to outlay you know four times my normal unit. In order to get anything back on them, which is what I would have to do. So here's one what of the are things the game, I'm looking at. Yeah,
2: what are the game yep. uh things? So if you have Golden That's State, let's say five, six, or seven, what is yep. it?
1: Yep. That's the way to do it, right? That's the way I'm looking at it. Remember, we always say also, here's the interesting part Golden State on the road in games right. one and two. So you gotta remember, uh game six will be in Golden State if it goes that okay. far, right? So you got to think winning 4-2 is one. And I see winning 4-1. Here's what it is. Warrior sweep, Joe, is plus 450. Plus 450. Them winning in five is plus 280. Them winning in six is plus 220. Them Mm -hmm. winning in seven is plus 500. I'm going to throw out this. I'm going to throw it to me. I'm wondering, is this a little too cute, Joe? What if I Mm -hmm. bet them to win it in five and win it in uh, five and win it in six? I would have a okay. plus two eighty position and a plus two twenty position. If either one of them hits, I do in fact make profit off of it, and I'd be covering them to win the series in five and six games. That's what I honestly do think will happen. I do think that the honestly. What's the difference win it between five game
2: five and six? What's the difference between uh, game five and plus six? Two,
1: plus two eighty and plus two twenty.
2: Okay, so let's say you put a hundred dollars on each hypothetically. So you're a hundred you- dollars. would go
1: over Joe. On FanDuel, the same things are uh, in in five games is plus 350. And then in six games is plus 240. So, I mean, okay. if they're both over plus 200, if either one happens, you're making money on it. Right. So, but then
2: you got to figure out is it worth, uh, if you bet right. it, let's not say, having the 350 and five? So if you have a game 5 plus 350, so 100 wins you 350, but you'll lose the 100 on the on the game right, So my six outlay that, is
1: 200 here. My outlay right. is 200 here to do it on right. both of them, right? And, and I would you, if turn the
2: 350 40, wins, you're going to win more money. However, if the 220 40. wins, yeah, if the 220 wins, then you're um, then it's not as I mean, big a hit.
1: Like so 200 and get back either 450 or 340 uh covering Warriors in 5 or Warriors in 6. Or
2: and if the game, you know, the other option, of course, the other problem with that is that it could go four or it could go seven at which particular point you lose the 200. If you can get that sweet spot, you've got yourself a situation where you've hedged and you're going to make a few bucks one way or the other. Uh, You you know, listen, if you like the Golden State Warriors, you can pick it that way. Uh, You can also wait until they lose a game. Because I can promise you, the markets will uh, will overreact to that, like we have seen all playoffs long, and they're a little bit overvalued right now. And and, and we told you this earlier, guys. The, California is warrior country, so when they head over, they cross over into Vegas. a Lot of warrior money uh, is going to be coming in here. It's pushed them to over three dollars here at some point over the weekend. There was some buyback with Toronto. I think they're what minus two ninety now, uh, yep. but. They're, they've are they been overvalued all year like Duke was. Like, you know, we look at these teams and people are betting them, especially Joe Public. They are just betting them because it's the Golden State Warriors and that's what it is. But I do know that if you believe that they're way overvalued and Toronto's not getting enough respect and they're being undervalued, then anywhere between that plus 250 to plus 275 that you can pick up the Toronto Raptors right now, Guys, that's a value bet. I mean, that's where if you think they have a shot at. And to me, if they're going to win Toronto, they're going to win in game six or they're going to win in game seven. So they ain't going to win in four or five. It's going to go six or seven. Yeah, no. So what are the numbers for game six and seven Toronto to win the series?
1: For Toronto? Yeah, you can make some money here. Remember, this is about if you like Toronto. Okay. If you like Toronto, you could bet them 220 plus 220 for the series. But to Joe's point, if Toronto wins, they ain't sweeping them people. All right. right. So uh, Raptors in six is plus a thousand, Joe. Oh, and Raptors man. in See, seven, that, yeah. and Raptors in seven is plus five hundred. Remember, game six would be at the Oracle. So if you right. like that, maybe game in game seven they would be plus five hundred to win this series in game seven, which would be absolutely amazing. Can you imagine Drake game seven in Toronto? That would be right. absolutely. That ridiculous. would be crazy. If, and that, if you if, like Toronto, and it ain't going to happen in yeah.
2: five. And it, exactly. If you like Toronto, it ain't happening in four or five, guys. It's going to happen in game six or seven. And that's where you can make a few bucks right there. That's where you can get some value for your, you know, your $100 bet uh, to win 1000 bucks in game six or $100 bet okay. to win 500 in game seven. Uh, if you're backing Toronto, that's where that would be my approach to it. Uh, but, you know, Golden State, let's face it, Golden State could go in – could go in five. Uh, it could to me. It's either a five or six game series uh, right, in with Golden State. It's either five or six, I think, in this uh, in this way. But right. a lot. So that you like can also wait. Yeah, you know, wait to see what yeah. happens. Game one, guys, because I can tell you right now, if Golden State loses, um,
1: then yeah. yeah.
2: But the other thing is, if Golden State wins, and let, and us, not forget, let us not forget, let us not forget the. The Warriors are 19 and one straight up in game ones of a playoff series. The Raptors are two and twelve straight up uh, in game ones of a playoff series. Golden State 12 and eight against the number. Toronto is two and twelve against the number in game ones. The teams, however, are combined. I didn't ask. I want to get what the number is here. Combined, there are uh, only 11 wins to the over, 21 to the under in game one. What is that number in game one? What is the over under?
1: staring at 214 and a half
2: 214 so these two teams in game 1s have uh have cashed big time to the under uh in these particular games which I think makes sense they, you know you got a feeling out process going on there so yeah. You got a little rust coming off. You know the under is not a bad uh, is not a bad and look too. Think
1: Toronto wants a slower pace against Golden State, similar to Milwaukee, and it's in yes. their building. Maybe they'll get a little bit more half court sets, try to slow yep. the game down. The under is a good play. I like that. Yeah, that's not, not a still bad trying game Trying to figure it's... out how to make money with the Warriors, Joe. Yeah, it's to uh, to pick it. You, you gotta lay it when. out. Games
2: five, six, how when do you think they're gonna win it? Otherwise, bite the bullet, lay the juice only gambling if you don't win, right?
1: <laughs> I don't care what the juice is if I win the bet. <laughs> exactly. Message and data rates may apply.
4: Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics.
0: I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into
3: shape? To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Do you want two risk-free
2: wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's PointsBet forward slash grid enter the promo code grid and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today
3: i had great results i lost 70 pounds i weighed 265 and went down to 195 my doctor told me if it works for you then do it but a lot of people say to me how did you lose the weight i said i take andro 400 every day so i'm gonna take it forever that was walt talking about andro 400 now listen to what bob has to say
0: .com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football package only at RotoExperts.com.
2: Taking a look at these uh, the uh, odds for the MVP as well for the uh, for the NBA. Yeah. I think I know uh, where you're NBA going finals. You've got uh, I mean, listen, you've got all reliable, right? Steph Curry. I'm sure Kawhi Leonard are going to be one and two. I'm thinking kind of maybe uh, Clay Thompson Can I somewhere guess? around
4: Can round I guess three.
1: You
2: are- well, give me what does it start at the top? What are the odds for, for, sure. uh, for oh is it? Staff number one.
1: Yeah. So you got Steph at minus one sixty. Then I see Kawhi plus two fifty. Uh, nice. Then it looks like Draymond plus 700, Clay, uh, Kevin Durant plus 16, Clay plus 23. <laughs> I see Siakam at plus 6,300, Lowry at plus 7,000. That's about as many as you are mm. being offered. I think it's interesting that KD's at plus 1,600. We don't even know if he's going to play. Joe, I peg you as a Draymond Green plus 700 kind of guy.
2: Yeah, that's the value there, and it was actually plus – it was 10 to one not too long ago there. So obviously there's a a lot of people sharing that, uh, sharing that idea over it. Because uh, yeah, 10 to one, that was valued to me. And uh, because he's the one guy like we watched in Portland, he's the one difference maker there that can, uh, can absolutely steal the spotlight of this series and be the total difference maker for the golden state warriors. And he's the engine that makes them go. So even at what is it seven to one now? Even at seven to one, uh, it, there is some value there. I mean, Steph is a nice story, and again, it's quite possible. But I think Kawhi and Steph are probably going to cancel each other out for the MVP yeah. award. I think that's what's going to happen there. So, of the remaining guys, Kevin Durant ain't going to play. I, I don't see how this guy is going to be able to even walk, much less shoot a basketball here on that cap. So, I think Draymond is probably. You know, Draymond, and don't forget, Igudala won it at what, a couple of years ago, right? Nobody yep. saw that coming, and, and Durant won it the last couple of years. So I think Kawhi cancels. Uh, I definitely Steph. think he cancels out Steph there, and Steph cancels out Kawhi. So my money would be on Draymond Green, lay a few bucks on uh, Draymond at 7-1.
1: You know, this is interesting, though. Here's another one you can get at FanDuel, okay? Who will be, you know, the MVP is interesting, and the reason Draymond is live for that is because he does so many other things, Right. We can see Mm. him pulling down triple doubles. We can see him being part of the force that defends Kawhi on some level, even as well, like in the post or something. There's another bet you could make, Joe top point scorer in the finals. Okay. Just who's going to have the most points. Okay. And there it's still, you know, Steph and Kawhi. You got Kawhi at plus 130, Steph at minus 160. Now, remember, I'm looking at places, Joe, because I don't want to lay three bills, right? Mm -hmm. But minus 160. That's not that bad, and I'm pretty comfortable that Steph can be the point leading point scorer. Remember, this is just point scorers, not MVP, not doing right. anything else. And I do think Steph will outscore everyone else. I do think we'll have Steph averaging in the 30s. Kawhi at plus 130 at the second choice is live, but I, 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 but I would easily think that Steph scores the most points. That at minus 160, you know, I'm looking for things that are not crazy numbers above minus two bills, right? And at minus yes. 160, that could be a way— to, uh, you know, get a little bit of shares of Steph.
2: I agree. I, I think that, uh, I, oh, listen, I mean, we all know that Steph is, we've already decided that you, you can't keep Kawhi on Steph all game. Right. Like, you right. can't do it. Steph is not 6'11", Giannis, okay? Nope. It, it, Steph is going to wa- wear whoever the hell is guarding him down. You've got to come up with, if you're Nick Nurse, you've got to come up with some sort of combination of, Lowry, Kawhi, and Siakam to defend Van him. Feet. Yeah, there's gotta be a combination that you gotta find because you can't keep him on him for very long stretches. Or, or like,
1: if you put Kawhi or Siakam or any of these other bigger guys in, then the problem mm. is whoever your point guard, whether that's Lowry or Van Fleet, whoever mm-hmm. they are guarding is then a matchup. If they get, you know, Van Fleet on Klay Thompson, they're just gonna mm-hmm. give Klay the ball in the mid in the mid post. That's all, yes. you know, so it's almost like the point guard for Toronto has to be on Curry because otherwise it's too big of a matchup and you don't want to Tucker Kawhi out, right? So if you plug up one hole of the dam, putting a great defender on Steph, then who the hell does the point guard guard? Okay, because then you're just giving Clay wide open looks also. Or, you know, like right. they, they ain't messing with his jump shot. Fred Van Fleet, Kyle Lowry are not disrupting Clay Thompson's jump shot. So it's almost no. like you have to put the point guard on Steph.
2: Yeah, I'm seeing this story come across here, and I, I, yeah, please. <laughs> the the uh, uh, I guess breaking news here: the Uh-oh, Detroit Tigers are signing oh, yeah. Bartolo. Cologne. Oh come on! Get a whiff come of my on, Bartolo cologne. Come on, Get a whiff of that dude.
1: Bartolo cologne. Yeah, is this he,
2: really what happening? Forty-seven? What is he? 46? Forty-six? Forty-eighty-nine? Years old. They're signing him. Well, they're finalizing apparently a minor yes. league contract with the Tigers because. It's not. Is there any? I'm trying to think. Is there any advantage to tanking in Major League Baseball? I, I don't think so. Right? I mean, you're you're going to share no, in the money regardless. So, the local can help the team win. Really? You think he can help Detroit win? Is he going to bat? Is he? I don't to- think he can help the team
1: win. I'm saying uh, Detroit thinks that he can, can help, help, help the team win. Remember, I think they've lost like eleven of their last twelve, something like that. We've yeah, talked about their starting hit. arm. Like, their can't bit. hit. Their
2: their batting oh. averages
1: is, is 211 as a team. I mean, they're awful. They can't hit. They can't you know, hit the you know, ball. And Bartolo <laughs> Colon can whack poetic and get nostalgic about the good oh, old days. Oh,
2: I can't. I thought that was a joke. I really did. No, but apparently that's happening. So we yeah. will be able to once again enjoy Bartolo Colon. On the mound for the uh, for the Detroit. That's just uh, that's mind blowing to me here. Um, all right. So you're going to be you're on. Are you going to go with Steph Curry here? Are you going to lay the uh, the short number for Steph to be a uh, MVP? Because I don't hate the bet um, no, because there's a lot of options. There's a lot of scenarios I can run by that go. This is going to happen. Like Steph is this is Steph's time. I can see Steph uh, coming away with this.
1: I do think it's Steph's time, okay? I do think it's Steph's time. The path has been cleared. No Kevin Durant. Everyone thinks this is kind of like a fait accompli. Golden State will win the championship, and it could be Mm. like Steph's time. We've seen how Steph has stepped up without Kevin Durant. You're absolutely right. But here's the thing. If I can get Steph at minus 160 to win the MVP, and I can get Steph at minus 160 to just be the highest – Point scorer. I think the safer bet is the scoring total. So, you know, remember, you got to shop around, right? So, if I'm going to put my money onto two things that are both minus 160, I'm going to do the one that I think is the better bet, and that's him being the leading scorer of the finals. Because I do think Draymond Green is live, like we talked about before, him kind of just right. doing the dirty work. And, you know, if he is it, like Draymond, you know, I don't think it's going to happen, but there's a universe where he averages a triple double in these finals. You know what I mean? And yeah. if that happens, then I think they can give him the nod. Remember also, Draymond, even more than Steph, is looked at as like this key part. And maybe for just like the man's ego, he winds up getting the MVP. It's like Steph, you know, I think he probably wants an MVP, but he's an MVP of the league. He's the lead dog of this team. And everyone knows that it's Steph Curry's team, right? So in the same way that they found a way to give it to Igodala the first year, I think it's viable that they can find a way to give it to uh Draymond Green. It's also viable that Klay Thompson has two nights where he goes absolutely bonkers, you know, and scores 38 twice in this series, but I like Steph Curry. Uh, I like I do think, think it's Steph Curry's time. I think he's going to tell every use this series to be everybody. Oh, remember me? I was the guy that everyone thought was the greatest player in the world a few years back.
2: Interesting uh, nugget of information. Steph Curry uh has averaged 29 points in 17 career games versus the Raptors. That is his most versus any team in the NBA. Uh, He has done his damage, the most damage. He has averaged more points against the Toronto Raptors in 17 games than any other team. Keep that in mind because he's pretty much scored on everyone. But the idea that he has dominated the Raptors over the years. Uh, makes a very short. interesting case Power for you. Short, that's for sure.
1: and Is short. They're not going to be able to disrupt his shot. And you can't mm. put Kawhi on it because of the mismatch it makes. Hey, Joe, in the chat room, D-Money is saying Cardi is 15-2 and two against Toronto all time. You mentioned it's 17 yep. games. So that's that yep. as well. Oh, and by the way, Joe, also, uh, BitTexan uh, says, by the way, uh, Kevin Nah dot, 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 thanks, man. So they're excited for you. All- to- in golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin Nah. You, you with that
2: are all welcome. Yes, That's that is it. correct. Kevin Nah, cash it, baby. Cash it. Also, a great story if you missed it, too. Uh, he ended up getting a 73 uh, Dodge Challenger, classic uh, muscle car there. Uh, he ended up giving that to his caddy, too. That was part of the first prize, and he handed the keys to the caddy, unlike Matt Kuchar. Uh Total tool bag. Uh, another interesting fact, too uh, here Golden State Warriors with Curry and without KD uh this year with Curry They're 8 like and 1 straight up. And up yeah with KD 5 and 3 and 1 against the spread uh you start going back overall 34 and 4 straight up 22 12 and 4 against the number with Curry, uh with uh with Kevin uh without Kevin Durant i mean the numbers guys are just it's yeah. staggering
1: when you Joe, look at how. in the next two days, you're gonna need to just talk me out of just laying the juice and betting just the Golden State Warriors series. I'm price. telling
2: you, man, the like, numbers I, are know, staggering, man. What it's I'll like? i just put it's, all
1: my money in escrow for two weeks and just get it back uh, in two weeks. Bet it all on the Warriors to win the series. I
2: mean, I can't think of another great. I mean, we're talking about number one or number two player in the league. That if he was to go down. That we would be having the same conversation of success for the rest (laughs) of the team that we are with Steph Curry, and it's just it's mind blowing to me that you associate Kevin Durant with being you know him and LeBron number one, number two, right? Any you know picking orders somewhere along those lines, and then he's out, and they're possibly even better from a record standpoint. They're never going to be a better team without him because you you know you can't have the number one or number two player in the league. And say your team is better without. Of course, they're better with him, but to have the kind of success they've had without him is just mind blowing to me. When you look at the numbers over these uh, over these last few years, and uh, Steph Curry gets a lot of credit, he doesn't get an awful lot of credit, but I think uh, the Kawhi Steph battle here is one worth keeping an eye on because if one can get an edge over the other, that's going to go a long way in determining how long does this series go? Does Toronto have a really good chance at winning this? And by the way, how healthy is Kawhi? Cause that's, there's a lot of, yeah. there's a lot of uh, miles on those, uh, on those tires right now yeah. this year. So uh, they'll be ready though. Thursday night, time to get that money rolling, brother. Time to get that juice for the first time ever over $2. We might, we might actually see a bet here from, uh, from Dane,
1: yeah, coming towards to
2: uh, coming towards Gold State, laying that juice, baby. I may have
1: to. I mean, listen, you you're talking about out it, in hives, dude. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I don't want to do it, but like, in essence, people people you're printing are printing money, up reasons. baby. People are yeah. dreaming up reasons of why Toronto is going to be competitive, or if like, think about all the things that need to happen. You know, you you talk about it. You're like, you're banking, Joe. Like earlier in the show, you were like, you're banking on Steph Curry rolling an ankle. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that sort of yeah. thing. Like Kawhi can roll an ankle too. And then what? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like, mm-hmm. I just think I, in the next two days, Joe, you need to prove to me like why I shouldn't just be Joe public and lay the damn juice on this one. Like, Ooh. I mean, I don't want to get cute. The way is maybe warriors in five warriors and six. I get it. But then what happens when this becomes a series and golden state wins, you know, or they sweep them. I don't know. You're gonna have to talk yeah. me out of this. these three bills, Joe.
2: Better do it now, uh before they uh before they end up winning game one. Otherwise it's gonna get way out of reach, brother. So you better hurry up. Make up your mind.
1: Into game six of the Houston Rockets series. Minus
2: three bills, here we go. Oh no. Payne's gonna be he's gonna need a little penadrill when this is all said and done. Alright, morning after coming up. We'll be back tomorrow morning. Good luck tonight, guys.
4: visit today
0: dailyroto.com learn from the game's best dfs players we don't just give you premier advice we play every day All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. You're listening to the best of Make It Rain on the Fantasy Sports Network.
2: I'm gonna make it rain. We got a team without... Kevin Durant without Boogie Cousins and we've got a we've got a Kawhi Leonard who's a little bit beat up at this particular point you've got a team coming off of at least a 10-day layoff in the Golden State Warriors who are now traveling on the road and history tells us uh, that not necessarily a uh, a great look for the Golden State Warriors when they've had this much time off especially when you're filled with a bunch of shooters who need rhythm they need timing Uh, Not necessarily great. You've got at least the Toronto Raptors a couple of days off since when they won uh, on Friday, which was nice. Uh, They get, uh, you know, just about uh, almost a week off there to heal up. But the question to me is going to be, who does Kawhi Leonard defend? Exactly. And who defends him? Because the one thing they're going to miss without Kevin Durant, forget about his scoring. Uh, The thing that Kevin Durant brought to the table, which nobody ever talks about, is his defense and his ability to not only be a rim protector, but his ability also to defend the uh, perimeter and guys on the outside. And they don't have that now. So what you're left with, uh, your best defender
1: is going to be Andre Iguodala, who's also a little beat up. Clay is a very strong defender. Clay is a good two-way player. He is a strong defender. I think the play thing the answer, with John. play though, is
2: the same problem with Kawhi. Like if you put Kawhi on Steph Curry, which is gonna happen at some particular point, but here's what you run. Uh here's what you run the problem with. Kawhi is going to get burned out if he is tailing Steph Curry every game. There has to be a there has to be somebody else for Toronto. You cannot put Kawhi Leonard chasing Steph Curry the entire damn game around after what he has already been through, he is going to get burned out. And what he has done in the fourth quarter for this Toronto team thus far, if he's chasing around Steph Curry for three and a half quarters, it's going to be very difficult for him to be able to have his legs or or be anywhere close to that in the fourth. So I think the assignments are going to be interesting to see in game one. Who follows Steph? You can't, you know, listen, you, you can't let Steph Curry go off. We know this. So if it's not Kawhi, who's it going to be defending him? Is it going to be Lowry? Um, and then conversely, who is it going to be? Is it going to be Iguodala? Is it going to be Stella? Is it going to be Clay Thompson? Like who are you going to put on Kawhi Leonard now to be able to try and slow him down? So uh, the big thing I know everyone talks about Kevin Durant with his scoring. To me, the biggest thing they're going to miss with Kevin Durant is his defensive ability and what he brings to the table, especially going up against a guy like Kawhi Leonard. I don't know who you put on each of these guys. I can't wait to see what
1: they do. Yeah, and I think that's – that. what you're bringing up is kind of part of my narrative for Steph for MVP of this series, Joe. Um, I, I believe here – listen uh, – I believe the answer on who guards Kawhi Leonard is twofold. I think he's going to see a lot of Klay Thompson, and I think he's going to see a lot of Andre Iguodala. And both of those guys are above-average defenders. I think Golden State has enough personnel, even without Kevin Durant, to have a representative effort defending Kawhi Leonard, mostly through Iguodala and Clay Thompson, two good wing defenders. Okay, so that's one. I agree with you, Joe. I don't think they could use much of Kawhi on Steph for a number of reasons. You accurately put out that you know it'll tire him out. Steph Curry runs miles during a game, getting off screens and just chasing him will tucker out Kawhi. I agree.